Hello everyone and welcome back to Campfire Chronicles. I'm your host Chris. And I'm Garrett. This week we will be discussing something from our paranormal chapter. That was an unnecessary amount of growl with that. Nope. I'm in a good mood, man. I'm in a really good mood. I'm in an okay mood. Yeah, like like we are we are going to be diving <laughs> into some of the haunted places here in Williamsburg, Virginia. Here in Williamsburg, Virginia. And if you don't know anything about Williamsburg, definitely look it up. It is the, oh man, I'm drawing a blank. I just had it. I'm the worst. Remember yeah. yeah. Oh, there's a lot of, there's a lot of deep colonial roots. Oh yeah. You know, to, uh, to Williamsburg and Virginia and fucking Philadelphia and Richmond and all of that. So, yeah. Um, and I think before we even go into anything, uh, I'm just going to go ahead and cite my source. Now I pulled most of my paranormal research this time off of colonial ghost tours. Mm -hmm. I know that you did yours off of the Williamsburg ghost tour. Yep. Um, they are two very different things. Um, on our screen, if you're watching the stream or if you watch it on YouTube or whatever it may be, we do have our links up there. Check out our TikTok, check out our Instagram, follow us, like us, do whatever. Um, we would really appreciate it, but we'll go ahead and get started on the webcam. So here we go. Hi, guys. All right. So I will let you go first since you have uh, the two. I feel like I have a little bit more than you. Surprisingly, this time I did a lot of homework. I had a lot of downtime. Uh, so yeah, my, my week has been kind of hectic. So I, I kind of, I'm not going to lie. I crunched a lot of my stuff late last night. Yeah. So I um, did all of mine literally in the last like four hours. Well, to be a hundred percent honest with you. <laughs> yeah. For procrastination. Yeah. So, <laughs> but, uh, but no, it turned out, it, it seemed to have gone pretty well for me. Uh, but I, f I learned a shit ton of stuff and like not even just about paranormal wise or, or Williamsburg or anything like that, but also like history wise as well. Oh, yeah. So we'll get into it, though. Go ahead. All right. So my first one is on the with house. Uh, it's spelled out, spelled out W-Y-T-H-E, um, but it is pronounced with like W-I-T-H. Um, it is located on the Palace Greens in Williamsburg. It was built between 1752 and 1754. Um and you're probably asking what the with house really has anything to do with it. Um, who the hell was George with? Yeah. Well, George with was born in Chesterville, Virginia, Chesterville, Chesterville. Is that even existing anymore? No, it is not. Fantastic. Um, when I first read it, I thought it meant like Chesterfield right. or like Chester somewhere, somewhere like that. Nope. Those are all newer counties in the, in the, grand scheme of history yeah those are all pretty new uh I, i'd say what relative last hundred years uh, it doesn't matter yeah or that's that's another day yep um but chesterville is a plant was a plantation which is near uh nasa's facility in langley uh air force base in hampton uh hampton virginia yeah i was gonna say hampton newport news area yeah for for the longest time my dumb ass thought hampton was like northern virginia for some dumb reason no, I yeah, think I, that's not – I don't know. I don't think that's a super uncommon thought. I've, I've heard other people refer to Hampton or the Northern Neck area. Everybody thinks that the Northern Neck is Northern Virginia. Oh, hell they're, no. Yeah, they're two very different places. I don't know. Northern Neck is, is east, <laughs> very east. Um, But 
anyways, uh, George, George With was a, the first American law professor and a Virginia judge. Uh, George With also was the first of the seven Virginians to sign the Declaration of Independence. Interesting. And also talk, don't read. I'm not. I can't read that. That's way too small for my eyes to see it. Well, I see you looking over here. Don't, 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 no cheating. Gosh. Yeah, that's better. Look at the wall. <laughs> um, okay, I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like yeah. it either. <laughs> so, along with uh, being one of the, uh, the being the first of the seven Virginians to sign the Declaration of Independence, uh, he also taught and mentor mentored Thomas Jefferson, John Marshall, and Henry Clay. Uh, George With had a huge rap sheet of success, uh, a huge rap sheet of success, and history creating events for Virginia. I do recommend anybody if you if you like history, dude, you gotta look this dude up. Like he's he has so many ties with with just Virginia and colonial history to begin with, right? Um, and he is buried in Richmond. Uh, he is buried in St. John's Episcopal Church. St. John's up on the hill. Exactly. Okay. Yep. There's a there's a few people that are the one that we still haven't gotten to go into. No, I I'd love to get in there, but every single time we go by, it's it's locked because you know thanks COVID. Um, but back to the house, it was originally owned by George Wythe's Wythe's father-in-law, Richard Talifero. Um, I believe that's how you pronounce it. It's either T-A-L-I-A-F-E-R-R-O. Yeah. 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 Talifero. Talifero. Um, who actually built the house. He was a very well-known, uh, architect and there's a lot of stuff in Williamsburg that has his stamp on it. Um, just because that's the type of architecture that he built. For sure. Uh, it was the sole property of the Talaferro family till Elizabeth Talaferro married George. Uh, the house became a wedding gift to them when they got married in 1755. Elizabeth lived here till her death in 1787, and George lived there till he till 1791, where he then moved to Richmond. Uh also along the lines of some of the history, George Washington used the house as his headquarters September 14th through the 17th and then the 22nd through the 28th in 1781 before the siege of Yorktown. During the Revolutionary War. Uh, no, during the Civil War. The Civil War, I'm sorry. Are you fucking with me? I am. I'm fucking with myself right now. Yeah. God, that's fucking with me. <laughs> My brain. Uh, for some reason, like... Something between 17-something and 18-something just fucked my brain up. And then, like, I had to think about it because you were talking really fast. So the, the George Washington didn't even register either. All right. It's not that funny. Uh, it's okay to be embarrassed. Move on. I'm tired, man. Yeah. Well, along with George Washington, French General Rochambeau used the house as his headquarters after the victory at Yorktown. Um, George uh, George With died on June eighth, eighteen o six, in Richmond, and and here's where it gets fun. He was potentially murdered by his grandnephew. Oh yeah, yes. Okay. But since we are not a true crime podcast, we are, won't be talking about that. Yeah, I'm sure you can find it somewhere. Yes, you can. Um, actually, I think I did put something in here about it. Maybe I don't know. That's okay. Mondays, I'm all right. We don't do true crime. Nope. Um, so some of the paranormal activity that happens in the house, excuse me, the house is known to be haunted by the most famous ghost in Williamsburg, Lady Anne Skipwith. Okay. 
the wealthy Peyton and Ann Skipwith visited George with on one on one week and accompanied him to a party at the governor's palace. During the event, witnesses saw her in tears and fighting with her husband. Some of the speculations to this says that she found out that night she found out that her husband was cheating on her with her own sister, uh, which I'll, I'll, I'll get into it also in, in like her death. But um, another thing is, well, I'll, I'll get to it. So the distraught Anne <laughs> fled the palace and ran down the street back to the with home, uh, which along the way, she lost one of her beautiful red shoes. As she ran up the stairs, she made a distinct sound as reported to be one of the servants, a clank step sound that one would make if they were wearing one only one high heel as you'd like click, click. Um, Legend states that she was murdered or commit, committed suicide in the house, which Jeez, man. that goes back to the whole thing where people believe that she was murdered or, you know, like I said, murdered or killed because of her husband cheating on her with her own sister, which isn't true. She actually died three months later giving birth. Okay. But here's the funny thing is um, her husband married her sister immediately right after that. Mm. Mm. Someone want to spill the tea? I'm just saying. So, did you do the spill the tea joke on purpose? No, I did not. Okay, I did okay. not, but it flowed. It did, just like the tea in the Boston Harbor. <laughs> I, 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 I feel like you might have planned that one. I did not actually. All I right, did not. Well, it worked out in yep. your favor. Yep. So she is known to walk up and down the stairs, sing uh, stairs, sing, and she will also rearrange the furniture if you move it around. Supposedly, she is seen walking in the backyard and also moving the curtains back and forth. We're going to be making a, a whole lot of connections with some very similar paranormal activity soon here. Well, here's the thing. Is when I was looking this up, and I'm not going to spoil it, but there's some ties. There's names that when I was reading about George With and some of the people that he was involved with, there are ties with Hanover Tavern. Yeah, uh, which is somewhat, which is some that we're going to be talking about here in the near future. Um, along with Miss Skipwith, uh, George With is also to be also haunts the house supposedly, even though he died when he was actually murdered. Yeah. Um, by his grandnephew, uh, George. Let me see if I get this right. George With. Sweeney Jr. was his name. All right. Um, supposedly, supposedly, uh, the, he was poisoned with arsenic along with some other people. And <clears throat> George With quoted saying to the doctor when the when the doctor was looking at him, he said, cut me open, which he knew that he was going to die. Give me an autopsy. Yeah. And the funny thing is George With's, uh what did I say his name is Sweeney Jr. He tried cashing a hundred dollar check with George Witt's forged signature on it, like a day or so before he died, which pissed off George Witt and took him it took George Witt uh, Sweeney Jr. out of the the will. I know, I know. There's, there's, that was a lot to follow. Yeah, girl, you have no idea. There was a lot of George Witts and Sweeneys and Juniors and stuff. Yeah, um, but. Anyway, so he died in Richmond. Okay. So this is what George I, with. Yes. Not Junior. No. Okay. No, fuck that guy. Um, 
he he died in Richmond, but all right, let me finish. Let me I'll finish this up and ahead, then then I then I'll kind of give my speculations. But uh, he supposedly haunts the house, and for the most part, he is a calm spirit. Except on June eighth, which is the day that he died, he is known to be extremely angry and does not want to be bothered or have people in his room. Um, but here's the thing. Yes, possibly he could have gone back to the home because that is his that is his home. That is where he lived his entire life. Right. And and you know, wants to live out the rest of his whatever haunting the the that place. But I don't know, man. I, I kind of feel like there's some like residual energy. There's gotta be like just residual energy, which is called like you, you have the stone stone tape theory, uh, which we'll get on in a completely another episode because that's a that's a whole nother worm to open up. Um some of the other entities that are known to be colonial soldiers, uh, which could be potentially still on duty. Um on the second floor, there are extremely cold spots even on extremely hot days. Uh, if you remember when we talked about Mason's Hall yep. and uh, the the soldier that that stands guard at the front, there is a lot of similarities to that in this as well. So if you try going up the the second floor and you are not welcomed, right. you will feel a push. Like, hey, get back. This is not where you belong. You do not need to be here. Get the fuck away. Um, and that... In a nutshell, is what I have on the George With house. I, I love the theory behind spiritual energy and the way that it can kind of guide you into or away from an area depending on how not only the place but the energy surrounding it is kind of receiving you yeah, and making its own perception about you. And I, it's very similar. There's several places in Richmond even that have the same thing. Um, but once you get into places like St. Augustine, Florida, uh, Williamsburg, parts of Fredericksburg, even, uh, there's, there's, I'm sure 150,000 more places, but once you get into very high energy areas like that, look at Gettysburg, I've been there. Oh, that's true. Yeah. You guys went there without me. That's true. No, I had to leave. Um, but like I said, getting into an area like that, you can feel or I guess some people can feel whether or not that place is, is welcoming to them or whether it's like, Hey, you should probably turn around and go back where you came from. Yeah. I mean, coming from my own personal experiences, I've definitely felt that I've definitely felt, Hey, you aren't welcomed here. You don't need to be here or something along the lines. Let's say, you know, a, a, a guardian spirit or, you know, something like that. Uh, if that is a thing, um, obviously it's all speculation, Yeah. but something telling me, Hey, you don't need to be here or, Hey, this is a very sad area and you're going to be sad, or this is a very calming area and you will feel calm. So I kind of get that. I kind of get that. And that's why I like testing things like knowing that they're like, it's going to sound kind of shitty, but knowing a place with a traumatic event and going there and pushing my limit and seeing if I can break that barrier. Much like and not another not another teaser, but much like when we were at the Cabin on three sixty in Mechanicsville. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like I how I can't go into the to the uh the brother's room at all. Like I last time I went, 
I was able to get to the center of his room, but it kind of felt like. That's okay. That's okay. Stop there. Okay. I'm sure we can do, we could probably find enough around here between the battlefield and 600 other places around Mechanicsville to, to create an entire episode and, and oh, yeah. do a cabin on 360 main focus. Hell, cabin on 360 is probably going to be its own episode Yeah, because no, that, that alone has a lot of energy. The, even just the history, but yeah. either way, um, but yeah, no, as far as that goes, I think that, uh, you know, the spirit of George with, if it is in that area, it's definitely probably one of the more powerful spirits because of what happened because yeah. of being killed by his own flesh and blood. Uh, you know, that's going to leave a pretty bad energy in that spot Oh yeah, and probably in the entire area surrounding as well. I guess you could say negative energy, but I mean, yeah, you're going to be sour. Like, if 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 you want to go back to like when we was talking about the Okiyahara Forest and the Yuri, like if you want to have that kind of negative energy towards it, yeah, because hey, he he done got got right. But I don't know. I mean, there could also be a, a, a calmingness to it. Like I couldn't find anything. I really wished that there was some information about Elizabeth, like being another resident spirit. Right. But I can't find anything about Elizabeth because she died there. She died there in, like I said, 1787. So I feel like if somebody is going to haunt that somewhere, it would be the Taliaferro family, Elizabeth Taliaferro, George With. I don't understand why Lady Anne Skipwith and some people also say Peyton Skipwith also haunts there. I don't understand why that would be their haunting place. Yeah. Oh, that has something to do with yours, doesn't it? Um, similar name, but no. Oh, no! It must have been a common name for the time because I will also tell a story here shortly about a Peyton as well. Okay. Yep, it'll be a different last name, but all right. So that's all I had on the George With House. Um, what is your other location, sir? I have also in Williamsburg. The Fort Magruder Hotel and Conference Center. I don't think you have to keep saying in Williamsburg. Everything we're doing is in Williamsburg. I know. I just I keep forgetting. Yeah. I just I, I like I like being able to like. And by the way, as we say at the end of every episode, and it always comes back up. Do your own research. Williamsburg is a fucking. It's a, just a pool full of. Not only historical significance, but also paranormal activity because of the colonial ties. And we'll get into even more in just a second. But now I will I will tell you that Williamsburg itself does not like talking about their haunted side. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot like Hollywood Cemetery. If you want to talk about that side, then do it on one of the ghost tours with somebody from the paranormal community who's already open and willing to talk about it. Yeah, if you if you go up to, you know, Jim Bob walking down the street about, hey, you heard about the ghost in George With House? He's gonna be like, hey or no? Yeah, later. Mo- most people who live within the town of Williamsburg have lived there for fucking ever. Yeah, and they know about the history. They know about the colonial side. They know about pretty much all of it. And honestly, a lot of those people are second, third, fourth, fifth generation in Williamsburg, mm-hmm. and they're never gonna leave because that's home. So. Don't just go run your mouth to people 
without knowing for sure that they're willing to talk about it. And yeah. I wouldn't even try to put feelers out there because they are very uh, defensive about it. And you know what's so funny is that, like, I know when I when I share this on Facebook, once you get done editing it, I know for a fact the paranormal community that we're a part of, I don't think they're going to light me up, but they're going to be like, hey, you missed this. Or you didn't do this. You know, just but but that's that's the fun of it is because like we we like being fact checked. Yeah, and that's why I that's why I kind of said like we're only doing a couple locations. It is a giant source of wealth as, as far as the paranormal community goes, and there's so many other locations. I think on the list that we were working off of, and the things that obviously we picked the three that interested us the most, but there were what fifteen. Yeah, other things those, on that list those and then those were that's just the major draws as far as the paranormal community goes so there's probably a hundred locations within the williamsburg area that have that much energy that you can go and do something but like i said make sure you know your uh make sure you know your environment before you try it yep so like i said i'm doing fort magruder uh hotel and conference center which is the site of what used to be fort magruder obviously, yeah. uh, which was a 30-foot-high fort that straddled the road between Yorktown to Williamsburg. Um, most of the intense fighting of the Battle of Williamsburg was on May 5th, 1862. Now, another website said May 4th, uh, 1862, but since it's Cinco de Mayo, I'm going to say May 5th. And that's the thing. This wasn't even planned. I got to be honest. I like... National Star Wars Day better than what you just did. I don't really like National Star Wars Day. Neither do I. I don't, I'm not a big Star Wars fan. But yeah, neither am I. I would much rather say May the 4th be with you than do your little yeah. fiesta thing you just did. No. No. Yeah. It's like like you like you said before we start recording, you're not just basic white bitches just like, oh my God, Cinco de Mayo. It just, it just it pierces your ears, doesn't it? It's okay. It never happened. <laughs> so, like I said, uh, most of the fighting was done on May 5th, 1862 uh, at the fort itself. There were 2,283 Union casualties and 1,682 Confederate casualties. However, the battle itself was inconclusive, inconclusive even though the Confederates retreated closer to Richmond. Huh. So, I kind of feel like the Union kind of took that one since they were still kind of pushing towards Richmond. But they deemed it inconclusive because there's not enough existing evidence of a victory? Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I, I've... Well, here's the thing. is if The Confederates, like I said, lost 1,682, but the Union lost 2,283. So they almost lost... But did they show up with more? Uh, yes. So... Okay. Um, There was... About 41,000 Union and 32,000 Confederates. So you're shooting fish in a barrel, man. Yeah. Yeah. So at that point, it's, I mean, I can see where it was inconclusive. Yeah. I mean, I, I would consider that, un, as, as shitty as that sounds, I would consider that a draw. Yeah. Because uh, they probably took out, percentage-wise, the same amount. I hate, I hate phrasing it like that because it sounds very insensitive. But at the same time, I also don't care. Because it's part of history and it happened. People yep. die in war every day. Yep. So that's basically the gist of kind of what happened right there. Um, but 
the hotel itself has some really weird paranormal things that happen. Okay. Um, and all this stuff that I'm getting now is off of Williamsburg Ghost Tour, uh, which I need to get down there and take an actual ghost tour with them. I hear their ghost tours are banging. Yeah. 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 They get a lot of, they pull a lot of EVPs and they get a lot of activity and mm-hmm. movement and apparitions, shadow figures. Mm-hmm. They, they get a lot of stuff over there. And just on, just in reading, uh, one of the reviews, they give a one star review for, and this was on uh, colonial ghosts or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the reviews that I saw on Google was a one star review and it said, we'll never do this again. Scared me half to death. Almost boot my pants. And they gave it a one-star review? And it's like, I feel like that's the point. Yeah, that's like... I think it was somebody going there thinking it was... Ha-ha. Yeah, thinking it was fake. Yeah. And then something actually happened that made them kind of freak out. I don't know, but... So, here's a little bit of it. Um, One of the apparitions, kind of like playing with some of the items... Right. You have so so one of one of the things here is a a maid was cleaning up a room for the night and she couldn't find her keys. Okay. She couldn't find it at all. And she kept on looking around, looking around, couldn't and she asked the the ghost, uh, which was believed to be a be of a gentleman who had died from a heart attack on the toilet in the room, to kindly return the keys. Elvis? Elvis isn't dead. Okay. Elvis did not die. Okay. That's conspiracy all on its own. Oh, okay. Like, Tupac ain't dead either. They're but both dead. No, Tupac is not dead. Okay. He's good. living in Cuba with his aunt. There is there's speculation on that. Okay. Like Biggie. I don't think Biggie's dead either. <laughs> nah, that, that motherfucker dead. Um, But, yeah, this man died on the toilet from a heart attack. That fucking sucks. Yeah. And, well. What a shitty way to go. I don't think so. I don't think so. Oh, come on. I, Shitty way to go. Yeah, that, that's a funny joke. Ha ha. Um, that's very punny. Thank you. I'm, I'm going to leave now. <laughs> but the, the way that I look at it is when you die, you release all your bowels. Yeah. You're on the toilet. At least there's not the embarrassment factor. Like, you're not, still dead. Not the embarrassment factor, but the cleanup. You're dead. You're dead, but you're you don't being have to clean considerate. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess. If I go, I'm gonna. I want to be fully naked and shit all over something. Just do it in the bathtub. Nope. That way, it's easy to clean up. Nope. Um, but then when she asked for the keys, uh, she found them behind the toilet. Yeah. Don't, I don't freaking know. Um, another another thing is a uh, a couple were arguing about a woman's neck, like uh, the the necklace that a woman had, uh, which was ex- extremely expensive, and it disappeared. Uh, and they they searched the room, searched the room, searched the room, finally couldn't find it. And then she, they the husband finally found the necklace in a drawer that he had just looked in. So could that be paranormal? Maybe could it be the husband just didn't really look that well? Probably because he was pissed. I'll tell you what happened. He was like, I can't find it, and. I've already checked all these drawers. And then his wife said, it's probably in that drawer right there. And then he looked and he found it then. Mm-hmm. It's only after the woman says in any situation, even as a kid, when you're like, mom, I can't find my Nerf gun. Mm-hmm. If I come upstairs and find it, I'm beating your I'm ass. I'm beating your ass. And you're like, I've looked everywhere for it. Mom comes upstairs. It's on the fucking floor right next to the door. Yeah. Every time. And so, guess what? 
You got your ass beat. I'm not going to put that on paranormal. I don't know. That I'm, one can be debunked like 50,000 ways. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another one is uh, other stories provided by those working in the hotel involve tourists who wake up in the middle of the night to see Civil War soldiers standing in their room or even sitting on their beds. Hell yeah. Uh, one woman saw a red-headed Confederate soldier in her hotel room one evening who promptly vanished before her eyes. Uh, she was so scared, she demanded to get out of the hotel and into a new room. There is a lounge in the hotel where someone can like drink or something like that, like All a right. bar. Yep. Um, and one morning, the... Doors were this makes no sense. Never mind. Um now it just it makes no sense. It's like one morning the doors were unlocked and broken glass thrown about the place. Okay, someone broke in. Um that's easily to explain that. Uh one employee who used to work at night told of an encounter she witnessed one night when a Civil War soldier entered the lobby, walked across the room, and simply walked in walked through a glass window. Uh she was relieved when she was finally transferred to the day shift, but the hauntings never stopped her. Huh. Uh, one room uh, on the second floor is haunted by a spirit of a 12-year-old girl who died from an asthma attack. Uh, sometimes when the maids prepare her room, they would enter it the next morning to find it had been completely rearranged. Uh, ghost hunts. Uh, Rear, like rearranged. All the furniture. Uh, moved around. Doing its own thing. Yep. <laughs> yep. She didn't like it that way, so she wanted it another way. Sweet. Um, ghost hunts have picked up voices believed to be Civil War soldiers, um, the man who died on the toilet, and an unknown woman. Uh, one manager reported that he'd seen a woman dressed in a white gown from the Civil War era, or perhaps it could have been a woman who was recently found dead on a bench in the lobby. There's a lot of people dying in this hotel. Like, that's what I don't get. There's a lot of people just dying. I might have an explanation for all of it. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> um, let's see. Most of the phantoms behind the hauntings at Fort Magruder are the Confederates and Union soldiers who were killed in action during the Battle of Williamsburg. Um, and then basically the rest of it is kind of junk. But that's kind of it. Like, I I kind of want to. So there's a few hotels that I want, it, I want to actually stay in. Uh, one being the Jefferson Hotel in Richmond. Expensive. It very expansive. Um, Just stay the, across the street at the John Marshall. You'll, yeah, you'll get the same same stuff. Uh, the Fort Magruder now. Now that I know there's some more history on it, and then there is a there is trying to hold my hand. Kinda. It's fine. You can. And the other one is in Mineral Virginia, which is called the Dunlora Inn. Dunlora. Dunlore. Dunlore. Yeah, D U N N L O R E. Dunlore Inn. Okay. Um, which is supposed to be haunted as well. Not familiar. Yeah, I know. I need to re I want to reach out to the owner and operator and see if I can get some more information from her. Okay. Uh, but like I said, I I reached out to a lot of parent when I when we started this journey, I I went on Facebook and got on the paranormal, you know, local paranormal Facebook page and which is how we've connected with Whitney and Steve and Chris and Beth and yeah, all of them. Yeah. And which Literally, I everybody has welcomed us with open arms, and like we can't be any more grateful. Like, is that, I, is that the I didn't word think for? that I would enjoy doing this as much as I have, nor did I think I would learn or experience as much as I have either. But it's uh, it's definitely put me in a a different stance for 
most of this stuff. Yeah, so I I can't thank them enough. Like everybody, like I said, they they have helped us tremendously, and and our journey has just begun, and it will keep on going as long as as long as you're interested in doing it. Because I don't plan on leaving anytime soon. That's cool. Let's talk about Sex some more baby. No, let's, let's talk, talk about that. some more stuff in Williamsburg, Virginia. <sighs> yes. <laughs> All right, I'm all, uh, I'm all ears. This will be our last location in Williamsburg for this show. Um, it is called the Peyton Randolph House. It is number one on the highest energy for Williamsburg, I think. Mm-hmm. There's a ridiculous amount of energy there. There's a ridiculous amount of explanations as to why. And so not only that but like in doing this research i also found an explanation for why there might be so much energy surrounding colonial williamsburg and the like all of the areas that we talked about right so like i said i did most of my research 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 i did most of my research straight from the colonial ghost site as they have the most information regarding the paranormal side of the peyton randolph house right um i did do my own research but We'll get into this first. One of the oldest and most original houses in Colonial Williamsburg, the Peyton Randolph House, was built in 1715 by William Robertson. Sir John Randolph purchased the home in 1721, six years later, and later purchased the land next to it and built a second home on the east lot in 1724. Oh, yeah. Three years later. Oh, yeah. Shit ton of money. This guy's, I mean, he reeks of money. Yeah. Or did. He's dead. Um. (laughs) A long time dead. He got that old money. Yeah. Sir John Randolph uh, is the only Virginia colonial to be knighted by the English crown. Just for shits and giggles reasons. Uh, Why does that sound familiar? It sounds really familiar. I don't know. I don't know. But it's okay. When he died in 1737, that was a weird segue, uh, <laughs> the house was under the care of his wife, Susanna, until his second, pa- second son, Peyton, Peyton, Turned 24 years old. The first son, Beverly, inherited property in Gloucester County, and the third son received land in the city's southern edge. Uh, Susanna remained in the house until her death in 1754. Peyton Randolph, not Peyton uh, Skipwith, Peyton Peyton Randolph, uh, and was it spelled P-E-Y-T-O-N? Yep. That's weird. Same exact way. Okay. Peyton Randolph later expanded the home, building an elaborate center section, connecting all rooms and forming the current L-shaped scene today that includes three main houses. Now, isn't isn't the house itself, like, red? Am, am, I, am I right on that, or am I thinking I of another house? I don't think so. Okay. Um, I honestly, there was a picture in what I was looking at, but I wasn't looking at the pictures because I like to read words, Chris. I, I like pictures. Yeah, I don't do picture books. Um, I do. But you can do that while I continue to read. Uh, The east wing of the house is not connected to the rest of the house. It serves like a modern mother-in-law suite. Right. Uh, The main center section still contains some of the original and best surviving paneling in the historic district, including walnut paneling, fine brass hinges and locks, and a floor made mostly of the original edge-cut pine. Hell yeah. Everything is still like... Pristine. uh, I'm not going to say pristine, but everything is original. On a tour through Colonial Williamsburg, uh, you can see the attention to detail of the home's interior and some of the older aspects of the house. Uh, and the interesting part, and we'll come back, it kind of circles back around, yeah. is the uh, the entire Randolph family was able to sleep on the second floor of this house. I can see why. This this bitch was, is massive. Yeah, and so keep in mind, so on the east wing, 
Um, that part is not technically connected to the rest of the house. Right. Um, it is separated, even though there's like a weird little thing that kind of connects it structurally. Yeah. Um, but it's not actually connected. You can't walk from one to the other without going outside. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so it was almost like that was a, a maybe like like a, a servant area or a cooking area or something like that. Okay. Oh, you got oh, no, oh. in 1781. The house served as headquarters for the French forces under the command of General Jean Baptiste Donatien de Vimeur. <laughs> that's that's Rochambeau. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I I looked up his entire name and I was like, I'm not saying his whole damn name. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, following the death of Betty Randolph in 1782, the house was placed on auction and awarded to the highest bidder, Joseph Hornsby, in 1783. The home was later owned by the Peachy family in the early 19th century, who welcomed the French general, Lafayette, into their home during his visit through the U.S. He spent two nights in the house on October 21st and 22nd of 1824. That's going to be important. Okay. So, before we go into the paranormal, um, they did have to restore it. So it's no longer fully original, okay. uh, but they tried to keep it as original as possible. The building was restored by Colonial Williamsburg 1938 to 1940. Uh, the original East Wing in poor condition was torn down and a reconstruction was built. The area was determined to contain at least two Native American Indian burial, burial sites and pottery. Mm. These graves were disturbed during the construction of the tunnel for the Colonial National Parkway in 1941. Fuck that! I'd be going around that bitch. In 1970, the house was declared a National Historic Landmark for its well-preserved early 18th century architecture and for its association with the prominent Randolph family. So the Indian burial grounds, and I'll get further into it uh, when, once we get into the why section, mm -hmm. like why is it haunted or why is it deemed haunted? Um, but the Indian burial grounds were very, 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 very common right. uh, in the Williamsburg area long before... Well, I mean, it was colonized. Well, that's the thing is you look at like Williamsburg area that that whole peninsula. I mean, you got Jamestown right there as as well. I mean, obviously, yeah, it was a huge fishing center for Indians. Yeah, um, as well as a trading post uh, with you know people who were sailing back and forth. Yeah, um, I mean, it was also like you, you have other natives coming from uh, other areas that, oh, yeah. that you know it's it's a good exchange spot. Yep. So let's go into the paranormal. Voices are heard inside, objects move on their own, and visitors, including the famous French general of the American Revolution, Marquis de Lafayette, have felt hands touch them or even push them, sometimes down a flight of stairs. Oh, shit, we going. In 1824, Lafayette returned to Williamsburg, where he had spent some time during the Revolutionary War. During his tour through the U.S., he stayed at the Peyton Randolph House in Williamsburg, like I said before. Uh, and then the paranormal is as recent as the late 1960s and still now. Um, when the building served as a lodging house uh, in the 1960s, guests would rush out in the middle of the night claiming to have been physically and violently shook, their limbs tugged on, or have seen apparitions standing over their bed. Ooh, this sounds like a good place. Yeah. Obviously, someone or something does not want people there. And let's talk about why. <laughs> so there is a history behind the hauntings. There have been a ridiculous amount of deaths yep. in this fucking place. I mean, no, I don't, I don't know, Garrett. What are you, what are you talking about? I know you read about all of this. Already. I didn't read about it. No, I just yeah, skimmed yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so one of the peachy boys. <laughs> Sorry. Was he the, real peachy? From the peachy family. Mm, peachy. Was climbing a tree in the 19th century where the branch broke and he fell to his death. 
Was it a peach tree? It was not. That would be... A young right. girl living on the second floor fell out of her window to her death. God damn. A Confederate veteran attending the College of William and Mary suddenly and mysteriously fell ill and died in the house. I, I, I'm going to let you finish. I, I got a speculation. Later in the 18th century, two men staying at the house entered a heated, heated argument and shot and killed each other at the same time. They both pulled the trigger, got hit by the bullet, and died at the same time. That's impressive. Honestly, I'm I'm not even surprised. That is, that is impressive. Yep. And now we go get to the most recent, uh, you know, haunting thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the more popular and more recent stories is that of a clo- colonial Williamsburg security guard who became trapped in the basement of the house after entering through the shutter doors. As he was marking his e- or as he was making his exit, rather, he heard a large and terrifying growl and felt something grab his legs, as if holding his feet firmly down. He was stopped in his tracks and unable to move his legs. Then suddenly the shutter door slammed shut and his flashlight turned off. Couldn't turn it back on. He quickly used his radio to call for help. And when the lieutenant finally got there and pried open the cellar doors, they had to pry open the doors with a fucking pry bar. Uh, He was released from whatever force was holding him and he was able to just walk out. Oh, can I say my speculation yet? Uh, Sure. Okay, because I don't know if you already have it written down or not. Maybe. Um, a lot of this sounds like it's it's it, it goes back to the natives. So it sounds like a lot of okay, a lot okay, of stop there, spiritual- stop there, stop oh. there. <laughs> uh, as I said before, the second floor of the house is regarded as the most haunted. Uh, as many report feeling something malicious pushing them, usually down the stairs, saying "get the fuck out." Basically. A woman is occasionally heard singing in the backyard by security as if she stands right in front of them, but they can never see anybody there. What is she saying? Wop? Probably not. Definitely not. Absolutely not. Uh, another event tells of an alarm that went off at the east wing of the house, the house attached to the right side of the Randolph house, which used to be occupied by two women until they passed away mysteriously, of course. Mm-hmm. Security was unable to obtain a key to the property, so they found a way in through one of the windows uh, no evidence of fire or smoke was present, but upon entering, they found something very unusual, Chris. Uh, real quick. Okay. There are multiple accounts of security guards not being able to get into this damn house. Yeah. Where the fuck are the keys? <laughs> who has the keys? Nobody has the keys. Somebody needs to figure out who's in charge of them keys. I got the keys. 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 Rudy got the chalk. <laughs> okay. Uh, like I said, upon entering, they found something very unusual. A fire extinguisher was resting in the middle of the floor. Its contents completely emptied around around it in what looked like a controlled circular pattern. Security then decided that the house had been infiltrated, so they called on more support, surrounded, and searched the house for intruders. Nobody came out. Nobody went in. Strangely, the fire-retardant material did not seep under the door and enter into the other section of the main house, as if it was stopped by an invisible boundary. More uncanny was that the extinguisher was completely empty and the pin had been removed, but never found. Hmm. The pin to the fire extinguisher was gone. However, the most startling discovery was when they found, was what they found rather, when they lifted the extinguisher. There was absolutely nothing underneath of it. There was no residue. There was no discharge uh, at all. It was resting in the middle of the room as if it had been placed from the wall onto the floor with the discharge nozzle facing downward and had sprayed around the room in an odd pattern, like a perfect circle yeah. without ever spraying 
down at itself. There was nothing on the extinguisher at all. Because I was going to say... Even the nozzle was clean. I was going to say, I mean, what if it, like, fell off? Somebody (laughs) took the pen out, never put the pen in, then it fell off the wall, and then it just kind of went... Well, keep in mind, it was standing. Oh, it was standing. It was standing. Uh, Oh. Yeah, it was standing, like, base on the ground, standing perfectly fine, discharged all the way around it in a perfect circle. But nothing underneath of it whatsoever. Um, And you said the nozzle was cleared. Clean. Yes. So the discharge nozzle was facing downward and it sprayed around the room in an odd pattern while remaining in perfect position. No residue was found underneath the fire extinguisher, nor on its bottom or on the canister itself. No intruders had been found or any signs of break-in whatsoever. Interesting. Now we come to the why. The moment that you and hopefully everybody else has been waiting for. I dude, my I got I got so much shit running through my head on this house. So if you're familiar with the property or if you're familiar with the story behind it, um most people say that there was a slave there by the name of Eve who was Betty Randolph's slave from uh 1782. Uh Betty Randolph did not have a very good reputation for treating her slaves very well. Uh she was very mean. So she was a bitch. Oh yeah. She was very mean to them. And so they think that when one of the slaves was killed, left, whatever it may be, they put a curse on the house. So I'll just read the the top of what I have here. Uh, The typical explanation has been that the Randolph house has been cursed by Betty Randolph's slave, Eve, who in 1782 cursed the house after being forcibly taken away and split from her son. There you go. Uh, When she was sold to different owners as punishment for running away with the British the previous year. The second explanation is that the house's activities are caused by Betty Randolph's cruel behavior towards her slaves, much of which is a mystery possibly akin to New Orleans' LaLaurie Mansion. Um, I started reading about LaLaurie Mansion. That could be an entire episode. I've never heard of it. These people are fucked. Yeah? Yeah, they played like – they did experiments on their slaves to see how much torture they could take. And you said – uh, this African-American slave was from LaLaurie Mansion? No, 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 no. The So it says uh, the explanation is that the house's activities are caused by Betty Randolph's cruel behavior towards her slaves, uh, much of which is a mystery possibly akin to gotcha. New Orleans' LaLaurie Mansion. Okay, all right. Yeah, so basically because there's so much negative energy with – mistreating another human being right and she was expending so much of it they think that that energy got stuck in that house fucking bitch yeah uh but nothing nothing will, that i will ever read will compare to what i started to read about Lalori mansion um and that's Lalori, i guess mansion the, those people are fucked up yeah yeah i started get, to get into it and uh, i was going to talk to you about that after this but we yeah. can talk about it later However, the most likely explanation is that Indian burials Mm. on and surrounding the house were disturbed at one or multiple points in history. This is a fact that has been overlooked by many, many people. Colonial Williamsburg, written records, ghost tours, and ghost books written on Williamsburg, they all deny that that's real. Bullshit. This theory dates back to before 1699. I know I've I've talked about... Native bear grounds, I believe, in our St. Augustine episode. However, their native bear grounds in native sacred lands is 
it's a whole different ball game. And and they they are attached to the earth and the earth spirits. So it could quite possibly also be an elemental there, uh, which elementals, in theory, elementals are not <laughs> n- was never a a living breathing human. Right. Um. They they have never been a human bound entity. They they have they're they're just an old elemental spirit that has been here on earth. Yeah. So. Like I said before, keep in mind we're we're going all the way back to the 1600s. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, obviously everything we've talked about up to this point is up until late 1700s. Yep. Um, even into the early 1800s. Here's the craziest part about it, though: the graves were originally discovered for 100% certainty in 1938. Really. Yep, they were disturbed in 1940 when they started to build the Colonial Parkway. That seems really late. It doesn't it? Really late. Yeah, when they started to do the excavation in the building for the Payton House, mm-hmm. they claimed to have not found anything except for a couple pieces of loose pottery. Well, when when was when did you say the Payton House was built? 1750s, 1740s? No, 17 I think it was 1720s. 1715. Okay. And sold in uh, 1721. All right. So you're looking at early 1700s. Yep. Um, at that time, I would believe that the the settlers or the people that, that are now settling into Williamsburg, if they see something native, they're not going to talk about it. They're just going to be like, eh, whatever. Toss it over the shoulder. Who cares? Yeah. Basically, the I guess if you want to call them site supervisors, I don't know what they would have been referred to 350 years ago. But if you want to refer to them as that, that's fine. But basically, they, all of them pretty much had deniability working for them. And they yep. were like, yeah, that, we never saw shit. Yep. Like, all we saw was a couple pieces of pottery that we dug up and we discarded of it. Not my house, not my problem. Which is a bad idea. Yeah. Uh, but so, like I said, the graves were originally discovered in 1938, disturbed in 1940 upon the building of the Colonial Parkway, and again mentioned in 1952. They were destroyed when the National Parkway Tunnel was built in 1940. Destroyed. Keep in mind, the Colonial Parkway is a long road. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The, one of our one of our previous uh, podcasts we did, we talked about Colonial Parkway. Yeah. Um, the National Parkway Tunnel runs underneath the grounds near the Peyton Peyton Randolph House. Uh, when it was constructed, the nearby Indian burial site was disturbed and lost to history. We believe that this is a more credible explanation to the hauntings in the Peyton Randolph house, a cause which would predate Betty Randolph and Eve long before all of that, uh, and one that would offer stronger evidence of paranormal activity. The many strange deaths and occurrences in the house over the past 300 years only serve to compound the activity likely caused by disturbed Native American burials. I'm going to I'm going to go with that. I'm going to go with with there is a Native Native American curse potentially on that property, that land. Since since all that shit got disturbed, um, I do like the idea of the uh, slave Eve also putting a curse on the the house itself. I don't. I shouldn't say I do like, but yeah. And I'm gonna dig deeper into that as well. Yeah. Um, I would really like to do an episode on the Lori Mansion. I'm not gonna say it's gonna be the next episode, but I we're definitely gonna put it into the uh, into the file yeah. of things that we're gonna do, but. I definitely want to get deeper into how, you know, Betty 
whatever her name was, uh, treated her slaves yeah. in, in relation to this Lalori family. Because, like I said, I started to read into it. And I got maybe a paragraph or two in, and I was like, this is fucked up. Yeah. And the LaLaurie Mansion is also said to be highly haunted. I, I believe it. With the, with the, if, you know, without looking into it at all, I, I believe it's probably haunted. Yeah, and it all kind of goes back to energy. Yeah. It's always energy. And so if it's negative energy that is keeping the, you know, the spiritual side of the Peyton Randolph house, the with house, the uh, Fort Magruder, if it's negative energy that's keeping everything there, or even coming back a little bit more recent to 1940 when they built the Colonial Parkway Mm. and the disturbance of Native American burial grounds, that's that's a lot of playing with fire. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's a lot of playing with fire. And now I see why... You know, and I'm not putting Williamsburg on blast or any anybody like that, but now I can kind of see why nobody wants to talk about it. It's because it's a lot of negative energy. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of shit going on there. Yep. Um, but before we close out, um, I do want to give a shout out, and I promised I promised Whitney that I would. Um, so I had the if if you part if you follow us on Instagram, you may have seen where I took a bunch of pictures in Ashland. Um, and took a, took a little haunted, uh, history tour. Um, I highly, highly, highly recommend if you're ever in central Virginia and you are in Ashland, I highly do recommend going and checking out Red Vane Escape. Uh, they are located in Ashland. Along with that, they also do Ashland haunted history tours, which are our good friend, Whitney. She is a tour guide there and it's amazing. Um, they, you know, she she dresses up, she gets into character, and I believe and, you. She has a she has an extremely good personality. Oh yeah. I, if if anybody's gonna give you a ghost tour, I I hope it's her because she she knows her shit. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, and I mean, and, and along with that, Red Vane during October they do have a uh, haunted house as well, or haunted a haunted farm that out in one of the local uh, Hanover County uh, vegetable farms that they do. So, like I said, if you are in Central Virginia and you do want to check out a, a Haunted History Tour, go check out Ashland Haunted History Tours. Go check out uh, Richmond Haunts, um, Haunts of Richmond. That's Beth and Chris as well. And just, you know, if, if you see them, just say we said, hey, you know, like they're, they're pretty cool people. And and like I said about middle section of this, we have had nothing but been welcomed with open arms from the paranormal community. And that is not just local. Uh, our Instagram, we just hit 300 followers and we put a post saying thank you. But in all seriousness, we can't thank y'all enough for that. Um, if you do not follow us on Instagram, please go follow us. Um, like and subscribe on YouTube. Follow us on TikTok. Follow us on Instagram. Yeah. Reach out if you want us to do an episode about anything. If yeah. you have, you know, a location or a place or you've done exploration somewhere you've done a ghost tour you've done paranormal investigation whatever it may be you can always reach out to us any of our social medias um yeah, shit i leave a fucking comment follow like, us follow us on spotify itunes all that if you go to our instagram and go to the bio it has our link tree and that literally has everything on it if you have social media we're on it yeah, except, except Facebook. for Facebook because Facebook is dying. Yeah, I might make us a Facebook. But, <sighs> well, oh, we're we're already handling a lot. <laughs> yeah, true. But um, 
like I said, I just want to thank everybody from the bottom of my heart. And I know Garrett as well. He, you know, he loves y'all and I put up with him, but yeah, I do love y'all as well. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and close this out. You ready? Okay. All right. So I want to thank y'all for listening. If you're enjoying our show, be sure to follow us and stay tuned for more episodes to come. And as always, do your own research. All right, Peyton Ramsey House. Bye. Bye. All right. So Peyton Randolph House. Christopher. Oh, shit. Not Peyton Ramsey. <laughs> Peyton Randolph. Peyton Randolph. That's okay. Who's Peyton Ramsey? <laughs>